Welcome back, everybody. This is Season 2, Episode 46 of Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk. My plans got mixed up a little bit. I was going to cover two basketball games. The Hawkeyes played on the road on Monday night at Penn State. And then they were going on the road to play Ohio State. But that game ended up getting postponed. The Hawkeyes had issues with their airplane. They couldn't get off the ground. And then when they were ready to get off the ground, there was inclement weather in Ohio. Ice, snow, no way to get to Columbus on Thursday. So that game has been postponed. It'll be made up later in the year. And hey, maybe the Hawkeyes needed a break at this point. But, you know, the Hawkeyes are going to have to wait until Sunday now to play. They've got the Gophers Sunday, 3.30 p.m. game at Carver Hawkeye Arena. The Gophers are 11-9. and This really should be an easy win for the Hawkeyes, but who knows with how streaky this Hawkeye team is. And, boy, losing to Penn State, not a good look there. Not good for their NCAA resume. Um, but they still have a lot of games to play. They can still get there, but but they got to start winning some games. I think the Hawkeyes have lost. Yeah, they've lost three out of the last four games. So it's been a rough stretch. Minnesota is, you know, again, this is an overused, you know, phrase of a, this is a must-win game, but this really is a must-win game. You can't lose at home to Minnesota, kind of an average team. After losing on the road to Penn State, losing three of the last four, that would make four out of five losses and just a, a really tough hole to dig out of. Well, before we get to basketball, let's talk some football. There are some Hawkeyes that are on rosters of Super Bowl teams. They've got a shot at a ring, so exciting for them. But the Bengals, it's Mike Diesel Daniels. The Diesel was such a great defensive lineman for the Hawkeyes. And then Riley Reef. The big offensive tackle. He has played in the NFL, it seems like, forever now. He was a great Hawkeye as well. I think he's on IR, unfortunately, with an ankle injury. And then the Rams, they've got Jake Gervas, the former walk-on, walk-on Hawkeye safety. Went to the Rams as a safety, transformed his body to become a linebacker, more of a guy that plays in passing downs and special teams. Um, just excited for him be able to get this opportunity, as well as Alaric Jackson. He was a fixture at left tackle for the Hawkeyes for so many years, and now he's a rookie with the Rams with a chance to get a Super Bowl ring. Also, the Hawkeyes landed another defensive back recruit in the 2022 class. He's 5'11", 175 pounds, a cornerback, potentially a cash player in the future if he puts on a little weight. Deshaun Lee from Belleville, Michigan. And Belleville has been good for the Hawkeyes. Uh, they have players that have come through the program. Kayvon Merriweather, he's the starting safety. Uh, Brandon Desfernandez, he's a, a redshirt freshman defensive back this past year, so it's becoming a pipeline to Iowa City. And Deshaun has some offers. He had offers from Pitt, Syracuse, Kentucky, but he waited until the Hawkeyes offered, and he could be Phil's next project to lead the defensive backfield and become an NFL player. Phil just has such a track record now. And these kids want to go to Iowa, learn from him, get into the NFL. They work hard, and they have the ability to learn those little things from Phil. Guys like Desmond King, Imani Hooker, Gino, Gino Stone, Josh Jackson, Jake Gervaz, we talked about for the Rams. So many guys. The list is just amazing. How many guys? Phil Parker, 
has helped get into the NFL and become millionaires. So exciting news there. A great recruiting class for the Hawkeyes. I think it was 247 or 24-7 sports that had the Hawkeyes at 27 in the nation in this recruiting class. And, man, the Hawkeyes are still going after a tight end and a center in the transfer portal and as well as some other guys. So hopefully they can add a few more players uh, in the next couple of months. What about that wrestling match on Friday? You know, again, I'm late talking about this. It was a week ago, but that was just so much fun to watch. And if you didn't watch, you know, maybe you're not a fan, but next time you see that Iowa wrestling is on TV, uh, or if you could get there even better, but, you know, if if you can't get there, hit the couch or the recliner, grab a beverage, and give it a chance. It's really an amazing sport, one-on-one, and... The coaches and the wrestlers put everything into it. You can just see they're just leaving it all on the mat. The Hawkeyes fell short in this one. Of course, it was Penn State, the number one team in the nation. Penn State won 19-13. You know, remember, Spencer Lee's out. His backup was out as well. But there were several close matches that really could have gone either way. And it was a really impressive display by the Hawkeyes. They don't want to hear that because they lost. And if you listen to the Tom Brands or Terry Brands talk, they don't want to hear about, you know, feeling good after losing 19 to 13. They they, they would be upset to even hear me say that. But, man, I I really thought that that they did a lot of good things. You know, they had a 29-duel match win streak. So, unfortunately, they lost that. That was a bummer. But... You know, some of these guys, it might just kind of get them back into it. They've they've felt that that feeling of losing again, and maybe they're going to get that different mindset. And it was just so much fun to watch. And and then afterwards, they had the Tom and Terry Brands uh, episode or or the the documentary on the Big Ten Network. And if you haven't seen that, man, watch that. That'll pump you up too. It was really exciting just just to see their background see how they just these these two intense guys and and their love for the Hawkeyes their love for wrestling Dan Gable the whole history really really interesting to see all right let's shift gears now and talk basketball Fran McCaffrey's Iowa Hawkeyes played Monday night University Park Pennsylvania what a roller coaster ride of a game unfortunately the Hawkeyes could not pull it out it was a double overtime game the Hawkeyes dropped to the Nittany Lions 90-86 to on the road and kind of a painful loss, one that does not help that NCAA tournament resume, and the Hawkeyes are going to have to get some big wins over the next few weeks. This game, you know, after a couple of free throws by Jordan Bohannon early, just it was a rough start. The Hawkeyes were down 11-2, down nine points, really tough. You know, they're battling back, having to battle back, battle back, and and try to overcome that nine-point deficit. Hawkeyes did, and they took the lead, but they were struggling with Keegan Murray in foul trouble again. He only played seven minutes that first half due to foul trouble. He got a second foul, and oh, a five shooting in that half. He didn't score his first basket until eight minutes left in the game when he had a dunk. Connor McCaffrey was on fire from three, which is unusual for him, especially this year. 
He's really been struggling shooting. I think he had four three-pointers all year until this game. He was four of six from three at halftime, and that helped the Hawkeyes take a 34-32 to lead at the break. The end of regulation, it looked like Penn State was taking this game. looked like they had control down. Hawkeyes were down six with 54 seconds left. Keegan Murray hit a three. Patrick McCaffrey had a nice driving layup with 13 seconds left to get the game to one point. And then Sam Sessions for Penn State hit one of two free throws. Just a two-point game. Jordan Bohannon had the ball. He had missed every shot he attempted in the game, but he wanted the win. He was he was ready to fire away. He hoisted a three-pointer just before the buzzer. It was an air ball, and Keegan Murray somehow streaked under the basket, tipped the ball in the air before the buzzer, and put the game into overtime. Just an unbelievable play by him. It was an all-time play uh, by Keegan. He put that game into overtime, and just his court awareness, his vision, to get there, get to that ball, the hands to be able to tip that in. I thought after that it was going to be a runaway overtime win for the Hawkeyes, but it didn't work out that way. It did look like the Hawkeyes were in pretty good shape at the end of that first overtime, but Miles Dredd, the shot fake from three against Keegan Murray. Murray did a nice job putting pressure on the shot, not, not fouling, but Dredd shuffled his feet. The travel wasn't called. It should have been a travel. Hits the three to tie the game with eight seconds left. And some want a foul by the Hawkeyes prior to that shot. I, I don't know about that because there was quite a bit of time left. That would have been fouling with over 10 seconds left. To me, typically, if you're going to foul and you're up three, you're going to wait till there's five, four, three seconds left, somewhere in there. Um, Hawkeyes had plenty of time go down and get a basket and win that game, but they just did not execute the end of that first overtime. Well, the second overtime, Penn State pulled away, got the 90-86 to 86 win. Hawkeyes fell to 14-7, 4-6 in the conference, and the Ohio State game got postponed on Thursday night. So the next game is Minnesota on Sunday, and I think the Hawkeyes – May, may welcome that. They, they probably needed a break at this point in the season. Let's take a look at a few stats from this game. The Hawkeyes' shooting was really poor, 35% overall. And that's with the Hawkeyes shooting better than normal, at least compared to how they have been shooting in the Big Ten season from three. They shot 35.5% from three. Penn State, 45% shooting. They were just 22% from three on six of 27 shooting. Dredd hit the big one with a non-travel call to get that into the second overtime, unfortunately. Both teams shot well from the line, 75%. A lot of free throws shot in this game. The Hawkeyes were out-rebounded once again, 43-53. to 53. And Penn State also had more offensive rebounds, 15-14. to 14. But you know, not a big gap there, but the Hawkeyes need to win that. They need to to get the advantage on rebounding both on the offensive end and the defensive end, especially when shots aren't falling. Hawkeyes, of course, won the turnover battle, 8-12. to 12. They always win that. They didn't force as many turnovers as normal, and this Penn State team has been prone to a lot of turnovers in some games this year. Keegan Murray 
as far as Keegan Murray stats are concerned, he's been struggling of late. He's just a great player, but he scored all of his 21 points after halftime, and he sat on the bench most of that first half. I just wonder, in part, if, if sitting so much is, is kind of getting him out of rhythm. He was 0 of 5 when he sat down, but 6 of 18 overall, 2 of 7 from 3. He had 6 rebounds, but handed it to him. Huge tip-in, sent that game to overtime. At the end of regulation, he made some big plays down the stretch. Had a just an unbelievable block there at the end of the game. He got the Hawkeyes to overtime pretty much on his own. Patrick McCaffrey, 16 points on 6 of 13 shooting. He was 3 of 6 from 3, had 7 rebounds. Rebracha, 4 of 5 shooting. And he played 32 minutes in this game, which is kind of high for him. Six boards off the bench was Connor McCaffrey with 12 points on four of seven shooting. I think he'd only made four threes all season before this game and knocked down four in this game. That's just amazing. He grabbed six rebounds as well, but he left with an awkward injury to his right arm late in the game. He shot a three, missed it, and just kind of bent over. Couldn't seem to move his right arm. He's a lefty shooter. May have hurt that. Right arm on the other end of the court playing defense. Sounds like it's a nerve issue. I know Fran said that he wouldn't play against Ohio State. I'll be surprised if he's able to go on Sunday against Minnesota with that nerve issue. Strange deal there, but Chris Murray played 26 minutes, so getting closer to the 30 minutes I've been asking for. And he was 3 of 7 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3, 8 points, 4 rebounds. Peyton Sanford had 5 points. He was one of three from long range. I'd still like to see him get more minutes. Or He played 11 in this game. I think that's pretty good for him, 11 to 15, 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, good to see him get more floor time in Big Ten play. Tony Perkins, four points on two of four shooting. Uh, but let's get to the rest of the guards. Just really hurt the Hawkeyes in this game. And they were really unable to make baskets. You look at it, Jordan Bohannon played 33 minutes. He was 0 of 7 from the floor, 0 of 4 from 3. Joe Toussaint played 19 minutes. He was 0 of 4 shooting, 0 of 1 from 3. And then Aaron Eulis, 28 minutes off the bench. He was 0 of 7 from the floor. He didn't try any threes. That was all jumpers, uh, layups. He did make 7 of 8 from the line, and some of those, quite a few of those came in crunch time. So, hand it to him for that. He had 5 rebounds and 5 assists. So, doing other things to help this team stay in that game. But, Jabo too, he had 5 assists. Joe Tucson had 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and only 19 minutes played. But these guys just could not get any shots to fall. And 0 of 18 from the field. From those three guards, the number of minutes they played. How was Iowa even in this basketball game? Pretty amazing. Well, John Harar for Penn State. Rocky Balboa, the big fella, hit 19 points, 10 boards. Seth Lundy was 17-11. Dread, 12 points, 9 boards. Penn State had a guy off the bench who had 8 rebounds. Another starter with 7 rebounds. So they have guys that are hitting the boards. They're getting rebounds. Iowa's top rebounder, Patrick McCaffrey, had seven. Keegan Murray, Philip Abracha each had six. 
four for Chris Murray. Some of the guards had had four or five rebounds, but the Hawkeyes, you know, they don't have a Greg Bruner type. They don't have a Reggie Reggie Evans guy. So, you know, but these guys have to try to get there. They, they're not going to be Greg Bruner. They're not going to be Reggie Evans, but they need to crash the boards. We need to win that rebounding battle. That's what's losing games for the Hawkeyes. If the Hawkeyes win the rebounding battle here, they get more putbacks. You know, they don't give up second chance points. The Hawkeyes win this game, and they need to, to get that on their mind. Even more than they, they have. I, I know they're working on it, but it's a huge thing in this for this Hawkeye team. 90 points for Penn State. Just you know, it, it did take them two overtimes, but they're a team that likes to slow it down, so that that was kind of painful to see. The Hawkeyes fell short against Penn State on the road. Then a cancellation on Thursday night. So a little break for the Hawkeyes. And maybe they need it at this point in the year. A makeup game that's going to be kind of challenging to fit in. Road game in this packed schedule for the rest of the season. But now hot off the presses this morning, Fran McCaffrey tested positive for COVID. He's going to miss the game on Sunday. Hopefully, he's feeling okay. You know, I haven't heard about symptoms, how he's doing. Hopefully, the, the symptoms are mild and, and he'll get a, a full recovery soon. Assistant Billy Taylor is going to serve as acting head coach. The Hawkeyes have lost three of their last four games. Really need to win at home against border rival Minnesota on Sunday. I'll say it again. To me, this is just a must win. Average Minnesota team at home. And, and the Hawkeyes really need a win. So, let's get a big W against the Goofs. Go Hawks!